Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to the 28 and Up podcast. How you doing, honey? I'm doing okay. How Same. you doing? I'm doing good, doing good. We, uh, you know, obviously we took last week off. Um, you know, just one of those, uh, just wasn't probably the flu or something going around the house and stuff. So just wasn't feeling 100%. And next thing we know, we were like, it was like Wednesday or Thursday. We're like, oh, we didn't even record this week. No, it's, it's been kind of a long, long yeah, week. Yeah, just from working and other stuff. So anyway, so uh, so a lot of craziness going on in the world today, huh? Oh my goodness, yes. All the craziness. All been, the crazy like stuff. Like I've been glued to um, the BBC. <laughs> right, I've been glued to the BBC and um, also read uh, Al Jazeera. Um, I, I really like the BBC News and Al Jazeera. You get no really slanted um geopolitical left or right um like media bias that you get here yeah. you know it's very just hey this is what's going on um and here you go yeah it's really it's kind of i love it because they give they definitely give both sides of mm-hmm. you know from when when i'm watching the bbc they give both the democrat and republican side mm-hmm. and they give it to you right down the middle and yeah. i and i love that yeah absolutely so there's not like you said it's not slanted yeah. either way it was almost like watching the um i didn't watch it the other night um but the uh um a because it was going to be on too long but the state of the union you yeah. know um and i haven't really watched it for the last couple of years even when Trump or um, or President Obama was you know or George maybe George W his first uh, his first four years I maybe I watched it you know yeah I think that was the last one that I but, watched too yeah so but what's funny is like if you go to left leaning channels they're like oh this you know he really did great you know in the old in the far far left's like oh he didn't go far enough right you know you can't and then the right's like oh. He, all the is the total opposite, and I just want it down the middle. Let me decide for myself and yeah. stuff. So, um, and I and I think we've gotten away from um, free thinking, you know, kind of, you know, and that and that goes with COVID and masks and the Ukraine war, and you, you know, uh, I was listening today, and I just we don't normally talk politics. I know, you know? so we won't for too much. Yeah, longer. we won't for too much longer. But Lindsey Graham, I guess on Friday, who's a, a senator from South Carolina. He 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 said it Thursday night. Then he said it again Friday morning, that he made this crazy statement that somebody should oust or uh, take out Vladimir Putin from within his own party. And I'm like, oh, he oh. made a it was the it was the Eyes of March comment, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Started Thursday night. Then he said it again, like a like a wider thing. And I'm like, bro, you can't. That was that was not a good statement. I don't think at all because who because. Who's going to replace him? Because everybody that you have surrounding him thinks like Vladimir Putin. Think about it from a United States point of view. If somebody said, hey, whether we agree, whether we agreed or disagreed with Trump or President Obama or or even President Biden was like, hey, you know, another world leader is like, hey, or somebody in their own sin is like, hey, um, somebody needs to murder that guy. As an American – I would be ticked. I'd be like, and we've taken people out. Yeah, do you want the evil you know or the evil you don't know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do, do, exactly. I mean, we've taken countries out, or not countries, but uh, le- leaders out because of those kind of things. And so it's just a so like, 
Oh, so like just crazy to to be on one side or the other and try to look at things down the middle. Well, we we both definitely both agree what what's happening over there, what he's doing over there is wrong. Is we, we so definitely wrong. Disagree yeah, with what yeah, he's yeah doing, especially so. after yesterday or the the other day when they they cleared a path for 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 a safe zone and then he started bombing them. Yes, that was terrible. Horrible. It was it was just. Horrific. Well, yeah. and there's not enough sanctions in the world unless you cut off the oil right. pipe uh, stream that, income that he has because right. we're, as Americans or as the United States, we're, we're kind of doing both. I know. You know, um, and when you have China back money, you know, it's 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 a whole different field. So anyway, okay, anyway, moving so, away from all of this because that's not what we're talking about <laughs> that today. It is not. That was our five minute almost <laughs> political rant. Right. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> there you go. So what are we talking about today, honey? Uh, so, well, today we're going to talk a little bit about um, how we can learn from each other. Ooh, I like that. I like I like learning from each other. I like, um, and actually, we're going to use this term, and I think it's a great term as a as a leader. We should have, and mm-hmm. if we don't have it naturally, it's one of those things that we need to learn, or we, we need to go after and learn how to get it, right? Okay. And that's uh, being teachable. In, in the church world, people say have a teachable spirit, right? right. Meaning that you're, you're not just a lifetime learner, right, which is great, you know? Um, I find myself as I get older, like learning about things, you know, but I want to have a teachable spirit. I want to learn from you. Right. And but also want to learn from my mistakes. I want to learn from our good friend, friends who are our lead pastors of our church. I want you know J, uh, uh, Jason and Jessica Huffman. Right. Uh, you know I want to learn from them when I make a mistake, or I want to have such a teachable spirit that that I'm growing in each season. When too. I want to learn from other couples that yeah. are have um, gone before us or that have been married longer than us. Right. And um, you know, or maybe even you know, we want to be able to teach couples that are have not been married yeah, as long as us absolutely so we want to be able to other couples want to yeah. learn from from us so that's a good that, yeah absolutely yeah i was just reminded of something tj told me um a while back uh, our son-in-law you know mm-hmm. he he set an alarm that every night it goes off at diff- different points and stuff and every night he does one nice thing for our, our for our daughter courtney whatever it is, you know, at night after both of their long days, which is really pretty cool. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I didn't so, know that. Yeah. So there I you go. Yep. Yeah, so there you go. So. All right. Well, um, so, um, learning from each other, one of the ways we can learn is to learn from each other's habits. Uh-huh. Um, and you know, one of the things that is important to me is, um, paying attention to small details. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's an important thing. Like, yeah. um, and that that's something like you just said that he does, mm-hmm. you know, is doing something nice for each other. Right. Um, you know, by him doing that for her, mm. there might be something that she could learn from that and do for him right. down the road. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, we learn to be better that way when mm-hmm. we are um, when we're learning from each other. It teaches us to be better. Um, you, we become a better listener. We become a better lover. Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah. We become <laughs> a kinder or a better person. Mm-hmm. We could become a better Jesus follower right. or even a better money manager. Yeah. Those are all very important things. Oh, I, I, absolutely. And just kind of obviously all those are relational things. But hearing what – because whether they're, um, you know, uh, sexual needs or, you know, we'll call them physical needs, you know, or just emotional needs or whatever as we grow because uh, – as we continue to grow, our – 
though our our needs, uh, spiritually, emotional, physical, mm-hmm. are not always going to stay the same, and they're going to change. Right. You know, um, it's almost like, uh, like one of those country, uh, you know, kind of like country, you know, in hip hop and all that stuff. But there was there's a song, and it said, um, it goes, you know, uh, you're only twenty. You know, he this guy's kind of going by ages, right? And it, and one of the lines is, um, uh, you're only going to be twenty three with me. Right. You know, meaning that, you know, obviously it, it means what it means that, that, that you, you know, that person like you, like you're the only person you're, I'm, um, I'm the only person you're ever going to turn 23 with. Right. I'm the only person that I turn, you're, you know, same thing. I've turned 23 only with you. Right. right? And so you think about where we are now at almost where I'm at, almost 50, almost 49, <laughs> Right, but but almost you know that age compared to where we were at nineteen or twenty three, and and only being that with you know that age with 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 or with you right. has led me to learn how to be a teachable person. Yeah, for you know, sure. Um, not being not always being a hard headed man or a person. I mean, maybe I wasn't so teachable back then, but right. I am much. Right. I am more teachable right. now than Same. I was then. And, and I am too. Yeah. You know, and those details matter, you know? Yeah. Like listening matters, you know? Yeah, for sure. And so, and like when you pick up on things, right? Yeah. So it's almost like, and I, I hate to use this example, but I'm going to use it because it's Uh-oh. the freshest one in my mind. Okay. And it's not with us, right? Okay. So. <laughs> that makes me feel better. I was yeah, getting a little nervous. Yeah, but I, listen, um, so the other day in New York City, the mayor came out and said um, they are um, lifting all mask mandates and vac- vaccination things. And the key words being they are lifting, right? Uh-huh. Meaning that they could bring them back at any point, not banning them. Banning them means they're never coming back. Right. Lifting means ain't right. And so when you learn to listen to your spouse, you could pick up certain things that they're saying, you know, very key phrases, whether they mean it or not. It could, you know, you could be like, oh, maybe, you know, like, oh, I missed that. You know, or I didn't miss that, but maybe she needs this tonight, you know, mm-hmm. um, or, you know, I've had a long day equals that, you know whatever that looks like. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah so like, listening yeah. and picking up on key words mm-hmm. really matter. It does. It makes a big, makes a big difference because sometimes the way we word things, mm. um, whether you're a man or a woman or whatever, uh, people in general, we word things intentionally on purpose. Or sometimes we're saying, saying words that are saying those things without, without the meaning. And it's important for the other person to say, what, hold on. You know, I would never, I hate using the word, this is what I heard you say, right? But yeah, we're saying, but hey. It, but it means, it, yeah. it might be, in, like I said, it might be very intentional. It might be or, on purpose. Or it could not be. I mean, oh, well, that's not, or you could say, hey, this is what I heard you say. Um, did you mean it this way? Right. You and know? maybe, maybe they didn't. Maybe right. it was like, oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah, it was just yeah, a yeah. habit to say it this yeah, way. But right. maybe it didn't really mean anything at exactly. all. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so clarifying that is important. Clarifying is okay. Because the the other thing that does is show that you're listening. Yeah. You know, and you just want to, and even if you got to say, well, because you have said it to me before, I don't understand, not that you don't understand what I'm saying, you just want to be clear. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, clarity is very important. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really important. Okay, so here's a question for uh-huh. you. Um, what is one thing mm-hmm. specifically that you have learned from Ooh, me? Wow. 
What is something that I've learned from just one thing? Just one thing. Just one thing. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to trying to see how I want to phrase this. Uh oh. But um, and I don't mean physically, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like physically fighting. I mean just fight. You know, the will to fight. You know, mm-hmm. the will to fight to you know no no matter what, physical health. Um, you know that's we were you know you have never taken uh. You've never allowed your stroke or how your side effects from your stroke mm-hmm. allowed you to take a, like a, a day off from work, you know, from, you know, your normal what you do in the, you know, in, in, within the offices of our church or, or in any job. Mm-hmm. You know, you had just no matter how you feel. Right. Your headaches, your whatever. Yeah. You know, unless you're like in the hospital <laughs> or like or like you like you can't physically move. Yeah. You know, you don't let that stop you. And right. so for me, um, as somebody who hasn't had a stroke, <laughs> right, that physical will to, to continue to fight through it and my issues is not that big. My my, my measly headache that I have, yeah. <laughs> you know, is, is not that big, is not that, is not that big of scale on, on the scale. Does that make sense? Yeah, so your, your, your willingness to fight and not let those physical elements stop you, you know, from... Um, just, um, from, uh, growing, you know? Yeah. So. No, I get it. Yeah. Pushing through it. Yeah. kind of what I'm good at. Yeah. I, I agree. That's yeah. good. What about me? So this is kind of, um, an interesting one for oh, me because I, I can be a pretty serious person, a very right. straightforward <laughs> kind of a person. Right. Um, but I have learned how to have fun because of you. That's right. <laughs> In a good way. Right. No, Not no, like no. too much fun right. or, you know, whatever, but right. you have taught me. A lot about letting loose and mm-hmm. having fun and just right. kind of enjoying life, and I yeah. I love that. Well, I, you know, it's funny. I did an answer. You know, we did an ancestry DNA, or I did. Mm. And so as I'm yeah. as I'm kind of reading through, like when the, when my ancestors came over from, you know, where they came from, you know, yeah. Um, one of the things, um, no, no matter what was going on in their life, you know, how stressful it was being a a blacksmith or a sharecropper or even a slave, you know, yeah. well, they couldn't do it when they were a slave, but, but, uh, but, um, but once they got out of being a slave, they, uh, you know, they never stopped having fun or even if those ancestors who were enslaved, they, they, they made moments to have fun with dancing, having fun, you know, those kind of things. Yeah. But also, um, folks would, um, they, they, they would go on hunts and they would go do these things that were fun. They never let the, the, the stress of, of whatever they were living in stop them from doing those things that were fun for them. Yeah. And so it's really interesting when I look back is I, you know, I get stressed out about a lot of things, you know, um, but when I start on the course to have fun or do go do something that I like, mm-hmm. you know, or just hanging out with you or like when we walk down the beach, it allows me to put everything in perspective, you know, and, yeah. and, and have fun. So that's kind of where that comes from for me. You, you know, know, I look at your whole family and your whole family's that way. Right. <laughs> I remember when, uh, it was one of our, it was my, my, uh, my, uh, my grandparents, uh, RIP used to, uh, my, my mom, my mom's mom would, um, would always uh, her and my uh, grandfather Toby would throw these great uh, uh, great uh, ho- uh, 
New Year's Eve parties. Oh, yes. And oh, my so, gosh. And so their whole downstairs basement would turn into, like, a big New Year's Eve party. And my mama was, she had, like, hurt her back or hurt her knee or something. She, she was a postal carrier for, like, 40 or, or like, 40 years. Yeah. You know? And so, like, she hurt her knee, you know? Yeah, it was her knee for sure. Yeah, and so... Um, <laughs> So we're in the midst of like they were they were um, my grandpa uh, they loved to dance you know and so um, and so they would um, so there my grandmother was on like um, I won't say work Miss Comp but she was off work because of her knee you know dancing on a table it was a coffee table it was yeah. a coffee it wasn't like a big table right it was she a, was dancing it was on the coffee table getting down on oh, the yeah. coffee table music was all the way yes, up yes just blaring and yeah, um, so fun though. and so but that's who my grand that's who my mom was but yes. that's and that's who like a lot of people, my mom loved to dance you know oh yeah you're I mean, yeah yeah I'll, Aunts, uncles, right. all of them. Yep. Like, that was a big thing. Dancing was he, always he, happening he, at all of your what, family what, what I've learned from my uncle, Bill, who lives down the road from yeah. us, he's not a great dancer, but he likes to move, you know? And, and it takes me back to this to this song from, uh, you know, uh, like this old school song, uh, Gangsters Don't Dance, We uh, Gangsters Don't Dance, We Boogie, you know? And that's just like, a, um, uh, so lean back. Lean back. It was fat. Well, uh, fat you know, Joe what's really spot. funny is so. so your uncle Bob. <laughs> yeah. Him and him and Vivian. They love they to dance. dance in the kitchen. She has a sign yes. in, in their kitchen. Yeah. Um, and yeah. they dance in their right. kitchen all the time. Yeah. It's but I just go back to that. That's one of the things I've learned from my uncle. Yes. Bill is that it's okay to have fun, but if you don't want to dance. Because gangsters don't dance, we boogie. Yeah. You know, it's really okay to boogie. You know. <laughs> so fun. Oh my god. As long as you lean back, lean back. So but yes, funny. yes, yeah. Anyway, so you learn to have fun. What else? Um, let's see. What else? Um, so another another thing that I know that I have learned from you. Uh huh. Oh boy. Um, is how to be a better parent. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean you, you're really good. You have. Your mom is amazing. Your dad, you know, um, is a, you know was amazing. R.I.P. to your dad. You I know? mean, he was a good parent after, after you, me. Yeah, but yes. I didn't learn that from him. But, right. Um, I I did learn a lot from my mother. Yes. But I did learn. I mean, we learned to be good parents together. Yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. I mean, I feel like I learned a lot from watching you parent our kids. So that was helpful for me. Huh. Okay. Um. Like we we learned that together at, we did. at the same time, but that was we really did. good. It I, was one of those things I've learned from you is how to be more intentional, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to be more perceptive of like how to read a room a little bit better, you know, not to be a bull in the china shop. Uh, yes, <laughs> I would agree with that. <laughs> you know, um, you can be a little bit that way, right? Sometimes. You know, it was you know, so I won't get into old stories or whatever, but but just being a little bit uh, aware of the room, you know, taking the temperature of the room, yeah. seeing who's here, kind of take, you know, read the room and kind of you know be a little bit more perceptive of who's there, but but that includes with you, mm-hmm. you know, be being a little bit more you know perceptive to your needs and and hearing those, and because it wasn't growing up as an only child till I was fifteen, my entire family, yeah. I, I didn't know how to do that, you know? Yeah, so. well, because probably everyone was so in tune to who you were yeah. that you didn't have to be in tune mm-hmm. to everyone else. So, I mean, there's, you know, those are the kind of things that as you you are out there mm-hmm. kind of learning about your own spouse, those right. are the things you have to be so, aware of. So, how, 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 as a spouse, how do you, so 
how can we tell another spouse to other spouses listening, or maybe soon to be be married couples, um, how how to have a teachable spirit, how to have a teachable heart? What's the way to do that? I think it kind of starts with um, asking questions and mm -hmm. listening to, um, you know, finding out about what it is that their spouse is, like you said, the, the needs of their spouse and what it is mm -hmm. um, watching and, you know, paying really, really close attention to what it is that, you know, their spouse needs and wants. Right. Um, um, being in situations when um, conflict resolution is really one of those things that taught us a lot. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, when we were trying to figure out how to solve problems, mm -hmm. those were areas where we were able to really learn from each other. Right. No, I, absolutely. So, um, so, so say that one more time. So how can a spouse, um, a, you know, a future husband, a future wife, learn how to uh, have a teachable heart going into a marriage mm -hmm. um, so that they can grow? Listening. Mm -hmm. um, paying attention to the details. Right. And... Paying attention during conflict resolution. Yeah, it, 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 and I and I would add a cherry on top of that is the willingness to. Absolutely. You know, not being stubborn about it. You know, um, and having that willingness to go. Yes, I want to learn how to listen. I want to learn how to do those things, right? Um, but you know, because it there's always something that we always want to learn, right? I mean, that, that's how we're built. So, but how do you transfer that? Hey, I want to read, you know, all, I want to read the whole Bible in a year and I want to study the Bible. Cool. You know, but what is that going to do for you? Like, how does that, you know, how, if you're, if you're, if you're taking three or four hours a day to, to read and study the Bible, which is great and read it for a whole year, are you really applying that? Are you, are you taking that same intensity and that willingness to learn and study and grow in that area, are you taking that same intensity to learn and and grow in your marriage? Right. You know, and so. And I think, you know, oftentimes it, it means um, not doing something in order to do something. Yeah. So, mm. um, for example, if you want to learn something about someone else, it means you have to probably, in order to listen, you have to stop talking. Right. You know, so so speaking of that, so one of my um, one of the senior and I was kind of mad that I didn't get the whole class because of how it fell in my senior year. Um, I took sociology, mm -hmm. you know, just high school level. And it was because this is really the study of people. Yeah. You know, and, and I loved it. It was really, really interesting, you know, but because of where it fell on my schedule, um, I either had had one of two sports happening in that moment, you know. And so I always had to leave early. And so, um, I was, but I loved the idea of sociology because it taught you about people. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing of, of that willingness to listen and, and to learn and to, to, to hear about people and their stories, mm -hmm. you know, because whether we know it or not, our future husband or spouse, their story is important. Yeah. You know, what they suffered or, or what they didn't suffer in high school or in, you know, in parts of their life. The, uh, the good, bad, and the ugly matters, right? And, it, yeah. and and so the more that you invest in that willingness to learn and listen, um, you know, makes you as a husband or a wife have a teachable spirit, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, because I, I mean, you can tell me how you want to end with this one or not, you know, but um, it, for me, it goes back to something Jesus told the disciples, 
you know, he, obviously he told them a lot, right? But one of those main things that Jesus told the 12, even Judas, he goes, I didn't come because Jesus was the king of the world, right? Um, people didn't know it, but he is, he's, the, he's God in human form. That I didn't come to be... I didn't come to serve, but I come to be, I didn't come to be served. I come to serve. Right. Meaning that I'm here to serve you guys. And he did it with foot washing and feeding and, and putting them first in a lot of areas, even when they didn't know they were first. Right. You know, so if your willingness to grow and be teachable, are you serving your spouse so that you can have and grow into a teachable spirit, right? Exactly. And the more you serve your spouse, the more you learn about them Mm -hmm. and the more that you um, will be able to learn from them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So that was good. Yeah, that was really good. So let's pat ourselves on the back. Okay. Sounds good. Oh, that's not fair. You're patting the dog. So, no, so it was good. So we'll be back at it next week. Hopefully, our goal is to do our first YouTube video next Sunday um, or or Monday. So either Sunday morning or Sunday 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 sometime, and and then and then uh, we'll publish it on Apple, you know, regular podcasting, yes. but also our YouTube. So, coming so there you soon. go, coming soon. Very excited. Yep. So appreciate y'all. Thank you for listening and subscribing and doing all that you do and all your great feedback. Y'all have a great week.